This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 228, Three Detailed Questions About IELTS Answers. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, get three questions from students and listeners to get your eight or higher on IELTS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, did you watch a soccer game this weekend? I did. Oh, my God. Okay, so (laughs) Timbers season opener, all right? First game of the season, so super exciting because we did just win the championship, the National MLS Cup. We won it last three months ago all right that was the end of the last season so yeah first season the first game of the season started sunday we played the team that we beat in the championship so this was like oh. a huge thing like are we still as good as we were last season because that's kind of you know it's kind of a curse of winning a championship is that expectations are high and sort of oh, the yeah. mental aspect of it sometimes you know it's yeah, difficult yeah, yeah. to right and like, mm-hmm. what if you lose the first game of your season as national championships? Everybody's like, oh, they're out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, like it was a huge game. And so my friend said that she um, found tickets on Craigslist um, and she wanted to take me. And neither of us knew where the seats were. She just, you know, got these tickets on Craigslist. And um, so they're the season ticket holders. They if they can't go to a game, they, you know, resell their tickets. So that's what we got some like season tickets. And, oh my gosh, so they were seriously, like, right behind the goal. Like, like five feet from the field, for real, just, like, right there. And um, in the second half, the Timbers were scoring on our goal, and I was 10 feet from my face. Fernando Adi scored a goal. Like, ah! <laughs> that's awesome. My, that must have been so it was exciting. Incredible. I, my, I think my voice is still like a horse from all the yelling I did. It was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Oh I can God. imagine the energy in there. Oh my God. That was amazing. And then everybody around us was super into the game and, you know, just standing up the whole time because you're like in it. It's right in front of you. And so you're just standing up the whole time being like, no, pass it to him. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, oh, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so fun. When was the last time you went to a professional sports match? 
Oh, gosh. Actually, it's been a while, to be honest. Maybe when I lived in New York, I went to the U.S. Open. That was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, wow. So that, uh, that would have been amazing. Six <laughs> a long time ago. Cool. Um, yeah, I saw um, Anna Kornikova and I think Andy Roddick, obviously not playing each other, but I think separate yeah. games. It was Anna Kornikova cool. for one Superstars, match Superstars, man. Yeah, yeah, awesome. it was really fun. It was cool. The US Open has such energy, you know, with being in New York and the night game, the night matches right. and things like that. Oh, so cool. it was cool. Yeah. Awesome. I'm yeah. taking James to a Blazers game in two oh. weeks. What's the Blazers? Be- what sport is that? Basketball. Oh, okay. What? Sorry, I should know. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> yeah, the Blazers, dude. Okay, they're not as awesome as the Timbers. Basketball okay. isn't as awesome as soccer, but okay. still, like, it's the NBA. And I mean, way more people go to an NBA game than go to a professional soccer game, sadly. I mean, this oh, is yeah. like huge. Like, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are going to be there. And I mean, these basketball players are, you know, for kids, they must seem like giants huge like i for think us, for james yeah like it'll be awesome for me too for sure but i think for james i'm doing it for james obviously like it's gonna be yeah. one of the most memorable experiences of his little kid life oh that's adorable <laughs> oh i can't wait cool. we're gonna get big foam f- fingers and like special uh, t-shirts and stuff that'll be fun <laughs> super so awesome cool. okay anyway let, let's we can stop talking about sports now for I our listeners i think they want to hear about ielts <laughs> they might want to hear about it <laughs> um okay so we thought that Again, we have some super awesome questions in our Facebook group that just get us thinking about, you know, how these answers would also help the podcast listeners who maybe aren't in our Facebook group. So we chose a couple questions this week that we wanted to share with you guys. Yes. Um, the first question and the, they're, they're about very specific details and this, Really good questions. Okay. Um, so actually this first question is not from students in our, in our course. Let me point that out. The other questions are. So this first question is, if the answer should be in three words, but I only write one or two words, will it be considered as correct or incorrect? Mm. Um, Hmm. guys, this, I, I know it's not a student in our course because I talk specifically about the, about reading the directions mm. on the reading test and the listening test. So I know this isn't a student in our course. Yeah. Um, guys, this isn't, this comes from not understanding the directions. That's the problem here. So mm. on the reading test and the listening test, sometimes, well, reading especially, you're going to see the directions, um, no more than two words and or a number or no more than three words, no more than one word and a number. So mm. you have to read those directions carefully, guys. They're not telling you, to write three words. No. Mm. If it says no more than three words, then honestly, like maybe one answer is going to be three words and the rest are all going to be one or two. Um, pay attention to if it says and or a number, because that means at least one of the answers is going to be a number yeah. <laughs> mm. or else they wouldn't put that in the directions. Mm. Read the directions, guys. If, okay, so um, in some multiple choice um, questions. There'll be an extra little note at the end of the directions that'll be like, um, NB, note to Bene, uh, <laughs> NB, um, some answers could be used more than once or some options can be used more than once. Mm. Pay attention, guys. If you read that, 
one of the options is going to be used more than once right. or else that direction wouldn't be there. Right. We've <laughs> talked about that in another episode. Yeah. So yeah. important. And I think a big piece of this is doing lots of practice tests, right? Because uh, more than likely, these directions will come up more more than once, right? Jessica, you should be used to reading exactly. directions, directions and understanding what to expect. Exactly, exactly. That's why, you know, you really just need to take a step back from your IELTS practice sometimes because I think students get so nervous about time and nervous about just like having enough practice tests under their belt Mm -hmm. that they sort of rush through stuff. So instead of taking the time to read the directions instead of taking the time to um, have an IELTS course, right? Mm-hmm. And prepare properly. Instead, they just jump right into the practice test. Yeah. Don't even read the directions. A lot of students do this. They don't even read the directions and they go straight to the questions. Oh my gosh. Right? Because they're trying to save, t- save time. Um, guys, that's, you know, huge mistakes for a number of reasons, but you need to, you need to have the step-by-step strategy, like what we teach in the course, like, first, read the directions. Next, look at the first group of questions, underline keywords, predict answers. Next, you know, you need to slow down, learn a strategy like this, and then practice it again and again. Don't jump into the practice test without first preparing and knowing how to approach it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important to have someone to ask these questions to, right? If you have a question like this, who are you going to ask, right? This student sent us this question by email like a, like a few weeks ago, right? And this, this oh, episode okay. will only be coming out a few weeks from now. So it'll be a month before this student even gets the answer. And they're probably going to take the test before then. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> happens when you're not in a course, guys. Unfortunately, we don't respond directly to your questions if you're not in our course. We only answer them on the show. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I mean, and these Facebook, so the next two questions came from students in our Facebook group and they just asked these this week. And yeah. I, well, and I answered them right away in the Facebook group. So right. they already have the answer. Yeah. That's a big, di- that's one of the big differences. <laughs> that's how it feels different being in a course versus just trying to use free materials. It's a big mistake. Our most recent success stories with Three Keys Isles include Paolo, who got a 7.5, and Natalia, who got her 7. Now they are off to achieve their life vision. If you'd like to be on the same path today, you can instantly get access to the Three Keys Isles success system, which helped these students move to their dreams. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and get instant access now. Right, exactly. And I mean, and this is a question that, again, like the students in our course are not going to ask this question because it's covered in the course, right? Yeah. It's the same reason why before you are, can enroll for, you know, for our power hours or before you can meet me in a one-on-one, um, VIP session for that private class, mm-hmm. you have to have finished the modules yes. because I'm not going to waste my time answering questions that I've already answered in a lecture. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That you already have. So <laughs> there's, uh, there's steps, there's steps in, in your study that you need to follow. Yeah, totally. Okay. 
Um, so one of the students asked about the Oxford comma Ugh. this week. Mm. <laughs> I love that reaction. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, yeah. what's an Oxford comma? Well, so this is the serial comma, right? This is what we also call the serial comma. Right. The and, yeah. and, 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 right? When we put the, when we're listing three things, we put the third comma in, do we or do we not? It's kind of the question of the Oxford exactly. comma. Yeah. But what exactly, exactly was his question? Whether or not to use it or, or, or what? Um, I think he was, he kind of threw the question out there to other students in the group. Like, do you guys, what is your opinion of the Oxford comma? Mm. You know, I think because I think he said he's in, he's used to writing in Russian and the punctuation is different mm. and, you know, there's a bunch more commas and stuff like that. So, um, you know, fair question, like coming from his native language, what are you used to? What are you used to in your languages, guys? It was sort of like he opened a discussion with the other students in the group. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't necessarily focused on like what grammar score would I get on the exam if I used it. It wasn't so much that. It was like he wanted to talk about grammar yeah. with his compatriots in the course. Like I love that. <laughs> and a lot of students responded. Like he started cool. this um seemingly boring conversation, right? Like right. Oxford comma, what? But then <laughs> he is genuinely like he he genuinely wants to talk about this with mm -hmm. other students. So cool. I joined in the conversation as well and there was a lot of back and forth for a couple of days. Um but as regards in regards to IELTS, what does it mean for that? Well, guys, honestly, it's not going to affect your score either way. Um I think even at band score 9, guys, the examiner is not going to analyze your commas. Yeah. Seriously, like as long as you choose a route and follow that, it doesn't matter either way. Mm. Um, personally, I think the fewer commas, the better, just because I like to save time and it looks cleaner mm -hmm. to me to not have all that punctuation in there. So, but you just choose one way and be consistent with that. Yeah. So every time you have a series, you have that comma or you don't. That's it. Okay. Will you get marked down if you're not consistent or no? Are we just, are examiners not paying attention to commas at all? Um, at band score nine, uh -huh. it would affect you if you're not consistent, mm. but guys, you're not going to get a nine in grammar. I'm sorry <laughs> to break it to you, but you know, it's not going to happen, dudes. Mm. So it seriously does not matter okay. Okay. up until band score nine. Okay. I mean, even like at an eight, you can have some little mistakes like that. It's fine. Good. Yeah. That's good to know that, you know, there are more important things to pay attention to than punctuation. I mean, that's, that's really important. Exactly. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Guys. Well, on that note, though, I will say that, um, especially for our Arabic listeners, mm. punctuation capitalization does hurt your score. And mm. I know that our Arabic listeners have coming from Arabic as their first language in writing. They do have more of an issue with this than other students. So, um, for this is just a shout out to our Arabic listeners, guys capitalization. You have to capitalize the first letter of a sentence. You have to. You have to have a period at the end of your sentence, capital after the period. It's a small thing, but if you make that mistake too many times, you get knocked down to a five for grammar. Yeah. So you got to pay attention to that. Yeah, those are kind of like the basic building blocks of punctuation, yeah. right? I think of commas as a little bit more high level or more detailed right. for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not going to hurt your score till much later. But mm. that uh, that period in that capital, ugh, yeah, got to really control primary. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, the next question was about the listening test. So the student asked, like, if the answer is singular, if the answer is client, and the student writes clients mm. with 
with an S. Is it wrong? Yes, it is. And I think we've answered a similar question to yeah, this before. I think we did. Um, mm-hmm. But guys, on the listening test, the grammar and spelling matter. If the person says the word in singular, you have to have it in singular. But more often, it, the the problem is the other way, vice versa. If the person says the plural, you have to have the plural written down. You have to have that S or it's wrong. Oh, boy. What can we do to make sure we <laughs> oh get boy. this? It, it, it doesn't seem fair to me. This this doesn't seem fair. I don't know, I know. but we can't it's change not. the rules. So <laughs> it's not fair. I agree with you, but that's the way IELTS is. So guys, I mean, none of these questions are, you know, invalid. None of these questions are like dumb, if you will. There are right. no wrong questions, mm-hmm. you guys. Any questions you have, Drop us an email, but again, you're not going to get an answer for months. Right. If yeah, four to six weeks. If it's a good yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or we might not answer it. Um, <laughs> we might not answer it if it's something we've answered before, yeah. or we might not answer it if, you know, you honestly, guys, if it's something that I talk about in detail in our course, yeah. then I'm going to pay attention to those students in the course yeah. that are yeah. listening to my lectures because I don't want to answer the same question a thousand times. Yeah, I think if I've, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, Jessica. I mean, we put our energy into the people in our course. And what worries me the most is we do get a lot of emails. I probably get about 10 emails a week of people just saying, please advise, please give me advice. I need help. And that's it. It's like one line in the email. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> what's going on? What is the student expecting? And And they need to get off this track of expecting other people to just kind of help them without without taking that first step. And we've talked about this, guys, before, how to dig in and take that first step yourself and be proactive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, um, you're not going to achieve anything huge like IELTS. You're not going to overcome some huge challenge like this that is difficult. No. This is a hard test, you guys. It's hard. (laughs) But the motto of our course is simplify, practice, succeed. And that's what we do. And that's what has worked for many, many students at this point. Getting them eights. We're no longer shooting for sevens. We're shooting for eights now. Yay, we're going beyond seven. Woohoo! That's awesome. It's so So awesome. So guys, your life vision is possible, but you need to get beyond the idea of just the very superficial questions. We need to go deeper. Take the first step ourselves by getting into a good course and getting smart and getting calculated about our study plans. Exactly, exactly. It's like that, you know, that classic question that every ESL teacher just rolls their eyes at and sort of sighs and shrugs. Okay. That classic question of, teacher, how do I improve my vocabulary? <laughs> Grammar, vocabulary, right, exactly. <laughs> right? And you're just like, uh, you, ca- I can't tell you in like 10 seconds. I can't give you an answer for that. It really can't. Like, I can't give you an answer for that. What do you need it for? Yeah. Right? Is the first thing. Like, what are you learning the vocabulary for? What what topics do you need? What level? Formal? Informal? There are so many aspects to this that actually, you know, if you want to improve your vocabulary, studying IELTS is a great thing to do because it's very focused. Mm. <laughs> and it does give you, like, clear paths for how to improve the vocab, the fluency, the 
coherence. Um, it's all laid out in specific skills like that in our course with very, very simple strategies on how to do those things. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I can hear Ozzy in the background there. It sounds like he wants to go I know. for a walk. <laughs> He's getting restless. I haven't taken him to the park yet yeah. today. So <laughs> it's time to do it. Well, yeah. I want to thank our listeners and our students for these questions. Good questions. And guys, again, we do want your questions, but just make them yeah. detailed questions. Also, go back to our IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com site and look through our episodes to see if we've already answered your question before you yeah, write in your question. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That should be the first step. That should be the first step. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, Jessica, this has been good. So again, we will see you back here today's Monday. So we'll see you back here on Tuesday, tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. Talk to you tomorrow, Lindsay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.